but it's scary. It's a it, we're living in a really scary, scary world. So much has happened this year with so many different aspects of everything. Yeah, that it's scary. Hey everybody, welcome back to What's Up Cuz. I'm your co-host Erica Spera. And I'm Lisa Velastro. And we've got a great episode for you this week. Thank you all so much for emailing. And if you want to send us a question, you can email us at whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. So as always, little update. What's going on, Lisa? What's new? What's new? Well, you know, I'm pretty sure what's new with me is like the question of the year with everybody. Mm. You know, I'm faced with, you know, it's time to register myself to get the COVID vaccine. And I don't know what to do. It's like, do I get it? Do I not get it? Not that I don't want to get it. Listen, I believe in vaccines. Right. You know, my kids are all vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. I just can't come and wrap my brain around how you could make a vaccine in such a short period of time. Mm -hmm. And it scares me. I'm not going to lie. And then, of course, you have all these theories out there and when you hear one theory and another theory it's like it gets your mind going and it's like you know this virus is so peculiar yeah (laughs) it's like it might not affect you you might not show one symptom Mm -hmm. but i'll be the one on the ventilator in the hospital right or you don't know yeah you don't know you know no matter if you're healthy not healthy i mean i heard just today that the second oldest woman in the world, 114 years old, be COVID. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. And it's like, okay, but I know a guy that was, you know, 30 years old that passed away with COVID. Right. Yeah. I was like, I know many people that are 30, 40, so or on like, a ventilator yeah. at least. Like, yeah. So it's not a joke. So it, it's crazy. And I, and I, and I hate to even bring it up on our podcast because I know people are so tired about hearing about COVID, but I'm faced with, you know, a decision with, I'm pretty sure everyone in this country is going to be faced with that mm-hmm. decision shortly because I think the vaccine is going to become available to everybody shortly. Do you get the vaccine or you don't? You know, no one really knows much about this virus. No one even knows if you get the vaccine, how long the antibodies last in your system. No one knows much. Right. So, do I want to put something in my body that there's really no inf- a lot of information out on it? Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, do I want to risk getting COVID and, and being on a ventilator? I don't know. I don't know what the right thing to do is. I could tell you that I did register, um, waiting to get the email or you know phone call, whatever they do back to, to give me a date. I'm probably going to end up getting it because I feel like you know, the way I see things, you're not going to be able to even get on an airplane without being vaccinated. Right. So they're kind of not going to give you a choice. But at the same time, I want to get it to protect myself. I just want to make sure that what I'm putting in my body is safe, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it was something when they first started talking about the vaccine, everyone was having this debate of like, are you going to take the vaccine? Mm -hmm. Like, quote, first round situation. But what's interesting is the first round was like all doctors and nurses and people that work in the hospital environment. And they've they've all like my my father and brother are dentists mm-hmm. and then my mom obviously lives with my dad so you know you're indirectly the second hand yeah. and they're like one of the most highest risks being in people's mouths so they all got it like both rounds and are done and are fine and so it's kind of like okay well for them plus all these other people i know that work in healthcare and doctors like have been taking it and are fine then you're like okay well, seems that, fine that makes me feel better because 
also the, all the doctors that I've spoken to, you know, with all the different doctors I went to go see this past year and my husband, they're all like, definitely get it. Definitely get it. So that does give me a sense of relief. Yeah. But, you know, there's still a little part of my brain that's like, you know, iffy. Right. Like, um, I think actually with um, buddy sister Mary, I know her as cousin Mary. <laughs> so it's <a> cousin Mary. <laughs> um, when she was a baby, she was one of the babies that got the vaccine that like something happened with like your teeth were darker. Oh yes, I don't remember I don't, the name of that vaccine, but I know I know what you're talking about. But I've it's heard like that. there's clearly like a large chunk of people that were given that vaccine. It was a baby, and then had like that side effect. So I think yeah. that's I think that's ultimately what people are worrying about. Mm-hmm. Of like, yeah, maybe if it isn't even something that's going to hurt my health, but it's like, is this going to cause something later that I then have to deal with? You're right, but also if you get COVID, there's also later repercussions that you could deal with too. Oh, for sure. And again, I, I'm ex- kind of experiencing that now because unfortunately my parents did get COVID. Oh, they did? They did. Yeah, they're out in Vegas and um, freaked the hell out of me because um, oh, yeah, I'm scared. my mom called me and it was a Friday night. I'll never forget. It was like 9.30, 10 o'clock. And she goes, um, your dad and I just got back from the doctor and we tested positive for COVID. And my first reaction was, Where'd you guys go? I told you to stay home. What are you doing? You know, Vegas is shut down to 25%. There's nothing to do. How the hell did you catch COVID? Like, that was my initial reaction. But then I'm like, oh, God, I'm not there to even help them. Not that I I would even probably be able to, because if they have COVID, of course, I don't want to go there. Yeah, right. But it's like, I felt helpless because I'm on the other side of the country. Mm. They have COVID and showing symptoms. You know, they both had like the flu-like symptoms, the fever, the chills. Um, Luckily, it only lasted with my dad five days. But with my mom, she had fever up until day like 15. Yeah, my roommate had it. She had a fever for 11, 12 days. Yeah, and I felt horrible because, again, there's nothing I could do for her. I know that she's nervous because, again, you hear so many different stories about Mm. COVID. And now that, you know, thank God they both tested negative, she still cannot catch her breath completely. Yeah. It wipes you out for a while. Yeah. And I, when she went for a chest x-ray and they told her that they could see like still the residual in her lungs. Mm-hmm. And it's scary because it's like, will that ever heal? You know, I know it's going to take a while, but, you know, hopefully it heals. And because again, from what I understood, COVID attacks your lungs. And it's just... A scary situation so do you take the vaccine and worry about the repercussions of the vaccine later or do you risk getting covid and worry about the long-term effects of that it's like yeah you know i know it's hard i mean i've felt this dilemma too and i'm someone that is fully for vaccines yeah as i know i, I felt like what in the past two years three years it was like suddenly people were saying i'm not vaccinating my children yeah which and, is which i mean everyone I has like, their own opinion but yeah i mean but i felt like it was crazy because i was sitting there being like Okay, you think this might link to autism, which has not been proven whatsoever, anywhere, at all, or even a peanut allergy, right? And it's like, you have a son that has not allergies. Mm -hmm. But I was sitting there being like, one of the vaccines is polio. Then I was like, would you rather have your kid have a nut allergy or like be in a wheelchair? I get it. Listen, I I have to be honest. There's different opinions on vaccines. My kids are vaccinated, but I also know a situation. Someone I know had her child get the MMR vaccine. And about a month later, started noticing that she wasn't, she was like walking like she was drunk. 
and made an appointment with the neurologist and he said that she it was definitely a reaction from the MMR and it, there was a name for it I think it was a apaxia apax, something with apaxia and um she'll have that now for the rest of her life so she's okay like it'll take 3 months for it to go away like her balance really? okay but then like if she's coming down with a cold or something it'll come out again interesting okay so and that was straight from the neurologist he said she definitely had the re- a reaction to the MMR vaccine so if that was my child, I have to be honest, I'd be kind of hesitant Yeah. for other vaccines, you know? So there's different situations in different households. And and who am I to judge? I'm not going to judge. I can only tell you what I do in my household. Thank God, you know, that my kids are all vaccinated and I did not have any of those issues. Mm-hmm. But I've heard of other stories and it's like, who do you believe? I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, know. I I find the vibe with the COVID vaccine is either people don't want to take it at all or I know people that are like trying to find out ways to get on the list earlier. Ah. Like it, like uh one thing actually we talked about Instacart on one of the episodes. Uh-huh. If you're an Instacart shopper, you're considered like an essential employee because there's so many old people that use Instacart to get groceries cuz they can't be put at risk going to the store. So if you're an Instacart shopper, you are at a higher priority than like That's someone like me and I think maybe even you. That's funny because I was just talking to someone the other day and they were telling me how two younger people got vaccinated because they are, they work for DoorDash and they're delivering food. Mm -hmm. I was like, who would have thought, you know? Right. But it's just like, oh yeah, if people are using that and that's how they're getting their food supply, whether it's DoorDash or something else, it's like, well, yeah, the person that's constantly doing the deliveries Mm -hmm. is not only at higher chance to get exposed, but also at a chance to pass it to other people. You're right. So I feel like that's even more so. Yeah. It makes sense. I have to say it does make sense. Yeah. So, I mean, it's all, it's, it's all interesting. It is a... Or, I mean, now with the vaccine, it's kind of this thing of like, okay, realistically, when when will be the time that, quote, everyone is vaccinated? Like, yeah. almost everyone where stuff is, like, opening more so to a certain degree. But, I'm, I mean, it's still, I mean, they still think it's going to be, like, September, you know? I'm hoping sooner. I'm hoping by the beginning of summer, you know, we need to get our lives back to normal. My, my poor children, like, they need to experience life as teenagers. You know, yeah. my kids have done nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. So. St- I know. I'm like, I'm like yeah. in my room all the time, just working. I mean, we haven't traveled in over a year. That is unheard of. Like, mm-hmm. we were traveling on a monthly basis. Well, no, that there's there's no family parties. There's no. I mean, <laughs> no big literally. family get-togethers. Like, and it's usually like, yeah, well, every couple months, I feel like it's like someone's got a birthday, someone's got a christening, someone's got a, you know, yeah. which is nice. But it's nice. You get to see everyone. Exactly. So listen, look at the holidays this year at my house. We yeah. didn't even get together with our families. Like right. that's crazy. That does not happen. Yeah, I know. it is crazy. It's crazy for a lot of people, you know, or especially uh, people that. You know, our last episode, we were talking about they're pregnant, having babies. Like, I have a cousin that has a newborn, and it's like, she, no one can go to travel to see the newborn, and she mm-hmm. can't bring the newborn to see everybody. And yeah. it's like, everyone wants to see the baby. Like, why mm-hmm. don't you want to see the baby? But, but you understand, you're like, yeah, you have to protect your kid as much as you can. Exactly. But it's scary. It's a re- We're living in a really scary, scary world. So much has happened this year with so many different aspects of everything Yeah. that it's scary. It is. I know. So... Hope everyone's hanging in there. And um, thank you for emailing us. And uh, if you want to send us a question, it's what's up cause pod at gmail.com. Um, we do have a little fun one for today. I oh, guess I'm excited. Okay. So it's a husband and wife scenario. It's called wrong order. Oh boy. Wrong order. That's <laughs> uh, I laughed reading this. So I think you might a little too. <laughs> okay. Okay. So dear cuz 
My husband and I have been married for 22 years. We have two adult children who do not live with us anymore, so we, we have been adjusting to trying to cook for two. Once a week, we order takeout for dinner, and despite me telling him verbally and via text message exactly what I want, he always comes back with something different. Last week, we ordered Chinese takeout. He asked what I wanted, and I told him Kung Pao chicken with steamed rice. He came home with sweet and sour chicken with pork fried rice. (laughs) (laughs) It happens every week, and I'm tired of it. When I confront him about it and asked why he ordered the wrong food, the first couple times, he claimed that the restaurant messed up. I chalked it up to the restaurant mistake and moved on, but now it's becoming an almost weekly thing for the last six months. I'm tired of not getting what I want to eat, and I'm tired of him acting like it's not a big deal. This only happens when he orders slash picks it up. When I order, everything is correct. His excuse is that what he got me was cheaper or that I would like it better. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Last night, we ordered from a little deli down the block. I love their Cobb salad, and I knew he would come back with something else, so I called and ordered my own food. He asked if I knew what I wanted. I said I already ordered and would be happy to pick up his food with mine. Now he's mad and says that I'm acting childish and should have ordered both things at the same time. I told him that when he actually gets me what I want, I will gladly let him order the food. But until then, I order it or will order separately. He thinks he is being punished and that I have no reason to be upset. I'm not sure what to do to fix this. Do I have a right to be upset that he gets the wrong food all the time? Thanks. Oh, boy. (laughs) Let me tell you, this would frustrate me a lot. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. (laughs) You know, let, let me start off by saying that when we do order food in this house, I do the ordering. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's actually really funny because, <laughs> you know, we've been married 20 years. Yeah. And, I was like, this is similar to you. Yeah. Amount of time. And there's been times that I've, you know, not been home. I've been either, you know, out with my girlfriend or, you know, doing something. And my husband's home with the kids and he'll call me and say, can you order us dinner? <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm not even eating dinner at the house. Really? I, I, I mean, yeah. I thought you were going to say you would come home and they ordered like a crazy amount of food. Oh, that's happened too. Because I was like, and you're just sitting too. there like, what did you think? No, and, well. And he's now, like, I didn't know how much to order. I don't know. As the kids get older <laughs> and, you know, DoorDash came into effect yeah. here. Now that's what happens. I come home to like three different restaurants on the table. Yeah. And you're like, what's going on? Exactly. But. Oh, my God. Let's go back to, to, to this question. He's got to get over it. Because yeah. not for nothing, if I'm hungry and I'm looking forward to eating something I want and it doesn't get there, mm-hmm. I'm going to get hangry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it, it's also it's also frustrating. She doesn't allude to this, but it's super frustrating when it's like, she said steamed rice. And it's like, you bring home pork fried rice. Yeah, like, and it's like, hey, a, if you're trying to like watch a little bit, you're like, I wanted the plain steamed difference. rice. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, or the sweet and sour chicken is fried. I yeah. don't really know what Kung Pao chicken is. But like, you know what I mean? Like if she's like, that's breaded and fried. I wanted the thing that wasn't breaded and wasn't fried. Big difference. And I understand a mistake once or twice, but yeah. it sounds like he's ordering what he wants to eat. That's what I was going to say. Maybe, you know, I don't know. Is he picking on your food when it gets there? Your so-called yeah. your food? Um, but I would have done the same thing. I would have started ordering myself. And having him pick it up, you know, and or and, she offered to pick it up. Yeah, she she's offered like, to pick it up too. So he's really got to just get over it and say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this I immediately was like, this seems like a sharing situation, and he's like, 
no, this is better. Like, I don't want any of the steamed rice. I want some of the pork fried rice. So it's like, look, the compromise too, if money's not tight, is I would just be like, honey, if there's something else you want, order it. Like, yeah. if you really wanted the pork fried rice, get a side of pork fried rice. But like, give me my steamed rice too, you exactly. know? Exactly. Like, come on, man. Exactly. <laughs> you but. know, I mean, it compromises the key. And like I said, if you can't, guys can't compromise to eating something that you both like and you each want your own separate things, and then, then make sure that what I ordered is there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I would be... I'd be bummed out. It's like, also, like, that's the point. You're like, you're, I'm eating out. I don't have to cook tonight. Mm-hmm. So it's like, whatever I'm looking forward to is like, I picked it. Yeah. You know, I've even had that of like, do you ever go to a restaurant or something with friends and you, you look at the menu and you're like, okay, I want this thing. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, you have to get this yeah, other thing. Yeah, I've been in that position. And a lot of times though, when I'm at a place, if they're like known for whatever thing, everyone at the table's getting that thing, I go, all right, sign me up. I'm like, mm-hmm. fine. Because I'm like, look, we're out. Let me try it. Yeah. But there are some times when you're like, I get that this is the thing, but I don't like any of the ingredients or like whatever. Mm-hmm. You're like, this is just not my taste, but like, I don't really like spicy. So if it's spicy, I'm like, yeah, I just don't want the spicy thing. Yeah. And there's not a spicy version, unspicy version. I don't want it. Um, but yeah, I'm like, I think this is definitely, he just, <laughs> he wants uh, whatever he's picking up. I, I think that's what my gut's telling me. <laughs> yeah. That's what I go with. But um, good luck. <laughs> and you do have a right to be upset. That was essentially the question. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, all right you made it 22 years you'll go longer um <laughs> all right, i guess we have time for one one little one here um again guys you want to email us that's what's up cuz pod at gmail.com it's what's up cuz pod at gmail.com okay this one titled i love my sister but dot 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 hi ladies i'm so enjoying the podcast here's my dilemma my sister is 13 years older than me and cannot let go of the mother role she played when i was younger Things that I do, choices I make, she always has a better way or has to convince me to make the decisions she would make. It has come to the point where I don't tell her anything at all anymore, which has, of course, made things worse. Our kids are the same age and best friends, so this relationship is very important to me. I have had conversations about this a few different times, and we always end up back in the same place. Any ideas? Thanks, cuz. Brianna. All right, Brianna. Um... Well, I have a sister too, but we're only three years apart, but I do have a brother that we are 11 years apart. So I could understand the motherly figure because I feel that way with my younger brother. Mm -hmm. I did have to learn to step back. I have to be honest because uh, my brother was like my child especially back in the day, like Italian families, like the oldest, you know, took care of the youngest. You always have to pitch in. Yeah. So I had to, you know, within the last couple of years, actually step back because, you know, my brother is a grown man mm-hmm. and uh, it's like they got to Everyone's got to learn to make their own mistakes because that's how you learn in life. As far as their relationship, they must have the same personality <laughs> because usually there's a tough personality and someone that gives in and it doesn't seem like it sounds like they are both no one wants to give in. Yeah. And in order to live in melody, if you want to say, mm-hmm. someone's got to be the one that always tries to be the peacemaker, if that makes sense. Oh, definitely. And I was going to say with the decisions thing, it's one thing when it's like, yes, you are older and I value that you've probably been through things. I haven't been through, especially like if it's like buying a house or mm-hmm. like, or even just going through a pregnancy the first time. Like there's certain stuff you're like, yeah, they're big things. And, and I don't know, I'm brand new. But it's also like if someone, 
is trying to give you advice on every decision, then it's like you value their advice less. Yeah, you got to step back. So the older sister definitely has to realize that she's overstepping her boundaries. And at the same time, if you ask for an opinion, you give it. If you don't, you just step back, worry about yourself and your family, Mm -hmm. and be there to just help if you need to, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's tough though. She's just saying the things she feels like she just doesn't tell her anything anymore. Well, that's what happens. Yeah. You know, that's like, you know, with your kid, for instance, if mm-hmm. if your child is confessing something in you and you and it's something that, you know, they did something wrong, let's just say, and you go at them and start screaming, do you think that they're going to come back and tell you something again? Right. No, no. they're not. So that's not my approach. Mm-hmm. I absorb things because in my head is what what my reaction is going to be is what's going to pave the way for the rest of of their life kind of thing yeah i mean um i give that tip to my mom for my sister because me and my sister are five years apart Mm -hmm. and i was graduating high school and she was like about to enter high school and i told my mom when i was leaving for college i was like yeah i wouldn't tell you that much i was like i would tell you a little bit sometimes Mm -hmm. and i was like and you would be like kind of freaked out even when it wasn't about me it was like about a friend or Mm -hmm. something and i'd be like oh okay if she's like thinks that's a big deal. Like, I'm not going to tell her yeah. the whole story. And exactly. I was basically like, if you want Carla to tell you everything, I was like, you got to be real calm. I got to no matter how not calm you are, just just listen and let her tell you. I was like, and also don't tell dad everything. <laughs> I was like, there's two things. Like, yeah. <laughs> but it is true. Um, I know it's hard to navigate, but yeah. I mean, I honestly, I think I would just tell your sister, like, this is why I don't tell you stuff. Because yeah. my sister's done that to me if she was telling me something and I was like, well, but you got to do it. And then she was just was like, you know, she's like, you're not listening. She's like, and this is why I'll, I'll tell mom. I don't tell you. Mm-hmm. She's like, because mom listens and you're not listening well. Or like, I don't want the advice, you know? You know, I think she's got to sit down with her sister and and first of all, start off with a positive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Conversations always go better if you start off with a positive. Mm-hmm. And she's basically going to say, you know, I know you're my older sister and I love you and I appreciate everything that, you know, you've advised me with through the years. You have more experience than me, but. I just have to tell you that it's getting a little overwhelming and I want to have a relationship with you. But if you still approach me the way you do, I'm not I'm going to find myself not telling you things that I want to tell you, but I don't want to hear it. Right. I think she's got to approach it that way. Yeah. Or it's the thing of like, ask me, do you want my opinion? And if I say no, then step away. Done. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Because some things you're like, yeah, I'm talking to you about this because. I'm trying to talk through my own thoughts. Mm-hmm. And if you have a little observation I didn't catch, like, that's great, you know. But I know. Good luck. That is tough. Um, but thank you for emailing. And uh, it's nice that your kids are friends. That's also Of course. Really it's going to work out. Yeah. So thank you all so much for listening. Um, if you guys want to send us any questions, it's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. And if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, that helps us. And uh, tell a friend. If you're enjoying the pod, tell someone uh, you know. Because uh, we love love hearing from you guys. And uh, thank you so much. We will see you guys next week. Thanks, guys. Till next time. Bye.